630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, where oil country shops for printers and office equipment. Service is their business. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is Oilers Now on 630 Chad. It is 106, the regular host of the show is Bob Stoffer. He will rejoin you tomorrow from Buffalo. That's where the Oilers will play. I am Reed Wilkins. Rob Brown is here as well. Rob, great to be spending so much time with you over the last few days. <laughs> it, it, we've been together a lot lately, and, and we've had a lot of time to talk since yeah. there's nothing happening today, <laughs> catching up on stuff, talking movies, things like that. There haven't been a lot of trades. The Oilers have not uh, made a trade. They have made two acquisitions off waivers, from the Winnipeg Jets, Adam Party, and off waivers from the Vancouver Canucks, Adam Cracknell, who joins us now. Adam, thank you so much for taking time to join us. Uh, my name is Reed, ex-NHLer Rob Brown is here, and I think you guys uh, have met a few times, haven't you? Yeah, we have, yeah. So uh, our past meet again, it's... Uh... Looking forward to seeing you again, Rob. Yeah, it'll be fun. We can talk about it all, all summer long out at Moy Lake, have a couple of beers and talk about what uh, a great addition you have been to the Oilers. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, it's been such a whirlwind 24 hours here. Played last night while on waivers, and then now I'm an Oiler today, so uh, things change quick. So the first thing you find out, you, you've been picked up by the Oilers. Do you, A, do you look at, okay, here's who they got on this team. They're, where where can I fit in? Or do you look at, okay, here's the schedule coming up, the teams they're playing. Now, what do I know about those teams, and how can I be effective in those games? Or is it simply, all right, cool, I'm going to another team, and I want to be prepared and ready for it? Yeah, I think uh, I've been fortunate enough. I've I played those teams, uh, Buffalo, obviously, and uh, tomorrow. Just looking forward to just kind of showcasing what I, what I can bring to this team. And uh, I'm not going to change too much of how I play, just adjust to the systems and uh, hopefully just bring some physicality to the game and, and uh, hopefully just be a good addition to the Oilers. Are, are you in the process of traveling right now, Adam? I'm sitting at the airport right now. Okay. Uh, Mr. McTavish <laughs> called me at 9.15, told me I had a flight at 1, so I better hurry up and pack. And, uh, and that I did, so I'm sitting here waiting for my flight to, on the way to Buffalo. Did they give you any indication? Are you playing in tomorrow's game? Uh, nothing yet. Nothing yet. Uh, like I said, uh, Craig just said, get on get on the flight as quick as possible and make sure you make it, and then uh, we'll chat tomorrow morning, and, and uh, I'm sure I'll speak with Todd as well and uh, kind of go from there. Is this a new experience for you, having to change teams and, and, and adjust and travel this quickly? Uh, I'd like to say it is, but it's definitely not. It's my sixth team in two years, so right. I'm uh, pretty busy. I did it last year from L.A. to Columbus and then uh, got traded back to St. Louis, so... Uh, something that, uh, I mean, it's never easy, but at the same time, it's part of the business and I uh, have to adjust right away. So so Edmonton Oilers fans that are listening right now, if you were to describe yourself as a player to the fans listening, how would you describe yourself? I think just hard nose. Uh, for for myself, I, I feel like every day could be your last day in the NHL, so I, I approach the game with passion and I, I play with my heart. and uh, you know I, I take pride in my D zone. I, I enjoy blocking shots and just helping the team win, so uh, if I get some big hits in, and I like to get in front of that, and that's where I'll score all my goals. So I, I try to play a pretty uh, mean potatoes type game, and uh, that would be that would be my kind of style. It's just hard nose. Adam Cracknell joining us on Oilers now, one of the newest members of the team claimed off waivers this morning. Uh, Adam, what is, what is your approach if if you've thought this far ahead, but but just to the final eighteen games of the season? 
to you know your free agency status in in, in the summer? Do you approach this as another opportunity to prove yourself? Uh, an addition, you know, anything along those lines? Have have you have you given? I guess your opportunity here. Have you put it in context for your whole career? Yeah, I think my whole my whole career has just been uh, always battling for a job for the following season. So I think uh, Edmonton's showing uh, that they have confidence in me by claiming me off waivers, and I'm just going to approach these next 18 games as a trial for for next season, and and hopefully be part of uh, something special that they're building there right now. Uh, you know, the Pouliot's hurt. McDavid needs a winger. Or is that your first? Is that your first question for McClellan? Your first statement? I, I think so. You know, if uh, Todd looks at stats, I have two goals in the last three games. But I don't know if my strength can hold up if I have to keep up with McDavid. So uh, I'm gonna have to slow her down a little bit and maybe work my way up. <laughs> Well, that's a good a good attitude to have. I, I mean, look, you're, you're just maybe your thoughts on joining an Oilers team. You know where they've been, and you know that they're going through uh, uh, another tough season. What goes through your mind w- when you know you're joining a, a team that just you know, hasn't been able to put it together this year? Well, I just think uh, maybe the changes, uh, maybe just a couple fresh faces come in, like Party and myself, and hopefully they can give uh, maybe just a new look to the team, and hopefully they can be addition to uh, – helping moving forward as, as a team. So uh, obviously they have great, exciting young players that, that uh, can put the puck in the net and uh, have a bright future as an organization. So uh, I just want to help out any way I can. And uh, I think you, you look at guys, obviously, like McDavid, he's such a great, young, talented player, Everly Hall. Uh, it's just something that they have something special there and just need some uh, maybe some more depth on the, the balance of the team. So, so I've been where you are right now. I've been going from one team to another, and I always likened it to the first day at a new school. You don't know anyone, but you've seen those kids across the playground before, and now you're going to go in. Uh, you want to fit in. Like You've been there. Is that is there a little angst the first time you walk into a new ring, or new uh, dressing room? Especially it's you know it's a rival. It's, it's Edmonton, Vancouver. We've had some nasty games over the last couple of years. Or do you just walk in and say, hey, I'm here. Play words. I want that yeah. stall right there, and you know Connor over there. You know what? Come hang with me. We're going for dinner tonight. Yeah, exactly. And he's paying too. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's. Uh, I think it's exciting. Uh, you know, you always go battle against guys, and I had that with St. Louis, where you know I was with that organization for five, six years, and uh, you play them the first game, and you're you're with a new team, and you you once once the years on, you're you're playing for that jersey, you know, and that's that's my approach right now. That these are my new teammates and. This is who I play for now, and, and uh, I just want to make an impact where I can and uh, help this team be successful down the future. All right, and before we let you go, just some house cleaning here. What, do you know what number you're going to wear? Yeah, 22. 22, okay. I was taken, so I just took 22. Okay, I thought I saw that on Twitter, but this is the type, the kind of day, Adam, where there's a lot of stuff on Twitter that isn't true as well, so I wanted to get it straight yeah. from you. Yeah. No, no, for sure. Yeah, that was. Uh, I had a couple options, and 22 seemed to be all right for me. Uh, I'll wear any number in the NHL, whatever they give me. All right. Well, enjoy getting to know your uh, new teammates on uh, on the road trip. You'll meet uh, more of the Edmonton media horde, of which Rob and I are part, uh, when you get here for home games next week. Really appreciate your time, Adam. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, thanks, Rob. That is Adam Cracknell checking in Inside Sports. Or no, that's the show I do in the evening. This is Oilers now. Which it, I, it seems like we've been here that long. That's why you're saying <laughs> yeah, that. It seems like it I, seems like it should. Be I've that got the fun. chance to meet Adam over the last couple of years and doing different events. Uh, he is exactly like he sounds. He is just a, a a good kid. 
who's appreciative of every day that he has in the National Hockey League. Uh, he's also something that the Oilers lack in their bottom six. Big, strong, physical. Uh, he, he understands his role. So hopefully the, it'll be a nice audition for him and he'll have an opportunity to stay further than just the remainder of this season. 30 years old, 10 points in 44 games this season, 6-2-2-10. As he mentioned, two goals in his last three games. So He's on fire. He's on fire. Should get a look uh, with... with uh, <laughs> actually, you know what? I, I do appreciate the guys with the sense of humor. I mean, I, I kind of threw the joking question at him, but a lot of guys would still give the cliche. He kind of went with it. So I, I always like when guys show... Uh, personality like that. By the way, the trade deadline passed. It did, and? And Brendan Ulrich? <laughs> well, there's still... No sound effects. You know what that means? Well, there's a couple minor deals. Boston making two deals here. They got John Michael Lyles from uh, Carolina and Lee Stepniak from New Jersey. So those are the two latest deals, and we'll see if anything else uh, trickles through here. Well, I'm just double-checking Stepney because he's... That's just going to say, how many teams has Lee Stepniak been on now? I mean, he's getting up there. He's got to be close to double digits, is he not? It seems like he is the guy that gets traded every year. And and he's having a good year, isn't he? Well, 41 points, yeah. Yeah, that's a great, very good year. 16 goals. He was with Winnipeg and the Rangers last year, Pittsburgh and Calgary the year before. Spent about two and a half years with Calgary. He's played for Phoenix, Toronto, St. Louis. So one, two, three, seven four, right there. five, six, seven. I think... This will be nine now. Nine teams, so, well, he's got one more year to get to double digits. Speaking of which, uh, Brent Ashton, remember him? Played for uh, nine I teams. played against him. Yeah, and uh, he has a great story about one of his mini trades. No, I had situations where I was with uh, playing in Detroit with Quebec, and during the game there was a six-player deal that was done. After the game, come in, sit in the dressing room, get called back out into the hallway, told that you're traded, go back in, take your equipment off, uh, take your shin pads, double pads, things that don't have logos on them, and go across the hall to the next dressing room, get a new bag, new pants, gloves, helmet. And we were at that time chartering back out with Detroit um, to another to another game that night right after the game. So um, as we were going to the airport, I got a ride with a couple of guys I really didn't know. Uh, went to the airport, I walked in the tarmac, and as I looked to the left, there's... Uh, uh, my old team walking in the tarmac also getting onto another charter flight. So, you know, you're both getting on, getting onto a different plane with guys that you don't really know. And um, But it's, it's always good. I mean, you're, you're going to a team that feels that you can um, help them, um, you know, put them in different situations, different roles, and being able to adapt. And that was probably one of the things that I, that I could do when I was traded. So that's one of Brent Ashton's stories. He and Mike Sillinger have been traded more than anybody else. By the way, three consecutive deadline trades for Stempniak. So Ashton played uh, for Quebec against Detroit, and then after the game got traded to Detroit. That's funny. That is funny. That'd be, that'd be tough. Uh, at least they did it after the game. I can't remember. There was somebody that did actually get traded before the game. I don't know if it was John Anderson, but he went, got traded before the game and then eventually played against his own team that day. Well, I remember... When I was going to, to to university, getting home from classes in the afternoon, and this was obviously pre-Twitter and Sports Center was only on once or twice a day, and the Oilers were playing the Rangers, and I turned it on, and Esatikan and is standing out for the national anthem in a uh, in a Rangers jersey. <laughs> I was like, "What? He got traded to the Rangers that afternoon?" Yeah, no, it, it does happen, and uh, normally they try to do it after the game just so that there's not the awkwardness. But then there's also the fear that if you do it after the game, someone might get hurt that's involved in the trade, and the trade goes kaput. So uh, getting traded or watching the trade day is fun for people on the outside. 
but there's angst and there's it, it's it's not easy once you get traded because now you got to pack up a whole life worth of stuff in one one place and then cart it over to your next place. All right, it is one seventeen. You can text us at six thirty six thirty. The phone number is seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Oilers now. Rob Brown and Reed Wilkins, along with Brendan Ulrich, sitting in for Bob Stoffer. Still ahead, you will hear from Oilers general manager Peter Shirelli, from head coach Todd McClellan, and from Brandon Davidson, who got a new contract today. All ahead, it's 118. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, let's hear from Oilers head coach Todd McClellan, his availability today, and he begins with an update on Benoit Pouliot. Uh, still long term, um, shoulder injury, not day to day, and uh, you know he's got to see some doctors and have some tests to figure out what long term really is. But he won't play uh, for a little while for sure. Is it a possibility he's done for the? I don't want to say that because I don't want to take that away from him or from the team. So um, perhaps we can update this a little later on when we get more results. In his absence, uh, who kind of have you thought about who moves up into his spot? Uh, we have, but I, I think we've got to let the day play out a little bit. Obviously, we've uh, we've added a couple players on waivers, um, let the day play out. We've uh, sent some players back to the minors, so at about 1.20 when we're up in the air, we'll get a, an update of where we are as a team and then begin to uh, put some structure to lines and pairs and um, try and uh, put it all together real quick and then play tomorrow. What's this day like for you? Are you kind of in the loop, or are you kind of just sitting back and waiting for them to tell you what's going on with your roster? Yeah, we've talked about um, you know long-term goals as an organization with the coaching staff, and then certainly short-term ones. Um, you know, and I have opinions on players and and uh, what may or may not help. But uh, my job's to coach, and and our job, pardon me, uh, as coaches are to bring the uh, the players together when we get them, and and to uh, point them in the right direction and try and get the most out of them that we can and um, Peter's going to do everything and his staff are going to do everything they can to to build the team and try and improve it uh, as we move forward so today's an interesting one as a as a coach because we tend to be a lot closer to the players than than the managers do we're around them all the time and uh, you know whether we're in first or last we're we're a family and you tend to lose some of your family members so um, at times it's hard on us as well. You've been discussing how the family's been sort of, you, you felt a little bit of maybe trepidation heading into the deadline. Now it's down to uh, not so much minutes, but even down to an hour or so. I mean, what's your sense of the club having a meeting and just uh, how you feel like they're feeling a little Well, office? we had uh, we had this meeting planned regardless of, uh, you know, the deadline. We played four games in six nights. We're going to start another four games in six nights span with a lot of travel. So um, our players needed to come in and, and get a workout. Um, I think it's... Uh, you know, you've got in Canada. It's it's different than when I was in San Jose. It's a little bit different because you've got TSN and Sportsnet and and everybody talking about who's available and who's in play. And and when you're on the inside, you just giggle. Like I don't know where where some of these guys get uh, you know the information from, but uh, it does affect the players. They walk in and and wow, I'm in, I'm in play. And you'd like to go over and tap them and say, No, you're not. But. Uh, um, you know, you just let it go, and, and at one, we'll all be fine. We'll all be together, and uh, whoever's wearing that Oiler jersey will have to play that uh, that scrappy, hard game that we played for the, the past three to give ourselves a, a chance at success. Is it in your plans to have Darnell Nurse available to play playoff hockey in the AHL? Uh, that's probably a better question for, for Peter and the management staff. Um, 
you know, right now he's here with us, and, and we're going to make uh, uh, put him in a position, uh, I believe, so that he can have some success down the stretch and gain some confidence heading into next year. Uh, will he play in the in the American League playoffs? That's that's a good question for Peter and management. Party will play in Cracknell. Like, do you have spots for them? We have spots for them, and uh, they'll join our team. Um, with everything going on, going on, I haven't even had a chance to personally talk to them yet. Um, I don't know what their travel plans are or anything like that. So hopefully that happens here in the next uh, next hour, where I can get up to date and, and actually make some contact with them. But uh, I'm guessing they're going to join our team in Buffalo and be ready to play. What do you know about them? Well, they're both veterans. They both have played uh, a while in the league. Um, and I don't know if we want to call them journeymen, but they've been able to adapt to change uh, with different teams. Uh, they're both effort-orientated players, I believe. Um, you know, Cracknell um, has um, gained a lot of respect in, in Vancouver. And, and also, I know people in St. Louis that really believed in him when he played there. And Adam Party's got a ton of experience. He's a bigger body, moves pucks, and can skate. So uh, we think that both of them can come in and, and contribute. And, and we get an opportunity to look at two, uh, two veteran players and evaluate uh, whether they may fit our future. What's the plan with uh, Lauren Braswata? Have you figured out? Yeah. As far as, I'm not sure exactly what you're asking me. Like, Oh yeah, he'll see some time. Um, you know, we didn't move Anders to have LB come and sit on the bench, so um, he'll see some time. He'll see some time on this trip, and uh, I can't tell you what the ratio will be between uh, Cam and and LB. Um, you know, both of their both of both of them, their play has been uh, quite quite good. Um, LB's one game at, at the, this level, and. And Cam playing 12 of the last 13 or whatever it was, he's he's been exceptional. So we don't want to take momentum away from either of them. Uh, we got to figure out what the right ratio is, but um, day by day. Jumping into the NHL is pretty tough for defensemen, but Davidson has done really well. He's done very well, but he, he, I think he's had a, a real good development path. But a lot of players have taken that path and haven't made it. So I think it's a reflection on his character and his ability and skill. Um, he's a fighter. And uh, he's fought through um, a lot of adversity in his own personal life that made him stronger. Um, he's got a, um, a will within to, to push and to succeed. He's very coachable. His teammates like having him around. And, um, you know, right now he's our, perhaps he's our Cinderella story, which in turn uh, will put a little more pressure on him um, this time next year. Expectations will go up, and that will be... Uh, you know, the time where he has to grow his game even more. That time in the minors was obviously well spent for him. Yeah, it was. Um, there's no doubt about it. it it's, it's well documented that we believe or we have that hope for all of our young prospects that they can go there and, and, um, and develop. And, um, you know, there's a lot of question marks when Leon and, and Darnell started the season in the, in the American League, but that was the hope for them to spend more than six games there. Uh, but obviously things didn't go well and injuries occurred and we had to bring them up. And, um, but, uh, you know, the Oiler model moving forward, if we, if we possibly can, we'd like to over, overwrite on those prospects. Uh, Connor, playing against Jack Eichel for the first time on Tuesday, is that more of a – did players kind of pay attention to that in your experience or is that more of just a kind of um, – I don't know if this one will be any different. Obviously, there's a lot of talk between the, or about the two of them. Um, I don't think it's going to affect either of, of the athletes that are that are playing. They're going to give uh, everything they have in the game and uh, play hard and play hard for their team. Uh, I think 
a lot more is going to be made out of it um, with all of the cameras and microphones than than anything. Um, both of those players are still in the developmental stage and and trying to make their mark in in a very good league. Uh, both have done a tremendous job. They're fun to watch. The fans are, are treated to uh, to some some real good games by both of them, and uh, they will for a long time. Are you looking forward to maybe the opportunity of coaching both of them next uh, next fall? Well, the potential exists. They both had uh, you know very good years, and and um, you know if they are named to the team, I'd be very excited about having both of them. Uh, Nuge is good question. I got to figure that one out, but he's awfully close. I think he is making the trip and uh, and going to skate from here. I'm heading to the medical room to get an update on uh, on who's available and who isn't. But uh, Nuge won't play on the trip, but there's a good chance to skate. All right, uh, Nugent Hopkins took the morning skate yesterday. He said he's uh, week to week, but the fact that he's uh, back with the team indicates that he is indeed getting closer. Won't play on the four-game road trip. Starts tomorrow. Ends on. Sunday. Along with Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. That was Todd McClellan. So you got the latest uh, there. Cracknell and Party, who you heard from Cracknell early this hour, they will join the team in Buffalo. Extensions for Brassois and Davidson. We'll give you Brandon Davidson when we get back. Oilers now on 630 Chet.